Welcome to this week's Selk Grassroots Podcast, all around the leagues, brought to you by the Down to Play app. Grassroots football is finally back and we're buzzing. Get Down to Play today, the UK's leading app for next game availability. Download Down to Play from the App Store and Google Play. Hello, and welcome to the Barnet Sunday League portion of the Selk Podcast. In our Premier Division, the only game, Atletico Cerezo 2, Takers 5. Into Division 1, Northumberland Park Rangers 1, AC Finchley 4, AFC Rose 5, Gospel Oak 1. Very good result for us against the Gospel Oak team who weren't at the races, to be honest. But we took full advantage, played our football, it was very good. We created a lot of chances. Um, and one convincingly, to be honest, is a very good result for us after a few tough weeks. And in our game of the week, Enfield United won London Wednesday 5. So London Wednesday wrap up the Division 1 title. I think they've been the best team in the leagues, uh, shortly followed by Highgate Album Reserves. But very well done and big congratulations to London Wednesday. I did go for a 3-1 win. As Enfield United had been in a bit of form lately, but London Wednesday there seeing them off and picking up the Div 1 title. Into Division 3, North London Colts 2, Soprano 7. So that pretty much ends North London Colts promotion aspirations. Into the Cup action now in the Premier Cup, Highgate Albion 2, Heavy Hitters 3. Big shock there as Championship Heavy Hitters knockout. National Cup finalist Highgate Albion. Maybe they have the National Cup final on their minds and look beyond heavy hitters. And heavy hitters move on into the final where they'll be playing Park Royals. In the Intermediate Cup, Trent Park won. Mill Hill Club, the football nil. Massive congratulations to Trent Park on lifting the trophy there. And later on in the day, Whetstone Wanderers, Old Boys, Neil, Continental 3 in the Junior Cup. The massive underdogs, Continental, the Minnows, picking up the Junior Cup. Um, As we always mention, Continental came down from from the Premier Division, actually. Uh, So I did expect them to to do well at this level. Uh, They did win the Div 3 title, and now they've picked up the Junior Cup as well which was for teams in Div 3 and Div 4. Into the Invitational Cup, Zaza 4, EC Galaxy 3 in Game 1, and Zaza 4, EC Galaxy 3 in Game 2. A pair of 4-3 wins for Zaza in the Invitational Cup over EC Galaxy. In the Richard Martin Memorial Cup, AC, AFC Edmonton 1, Grange Park 0, Anatolians 2, Highgate Albion 3rd 2, Edmonton Rovers 3, FC Cricklewood 3, Northwest Wolves 1, Arnest Rangers 3, and early in the week, Soprano 2, North London Athletic 5, and in the Middlesex Junior Trophy Final, Northwest Galacticos 1, Highgate Albion Falls 1, Highgate Albion Falls picking up the win on penalties, so massive congratulations to Highgate Albion Falls on their Middlesex Junior Trophy win. So, looking forward to the fixtures now. In Division 1, two games. It's Highgate Albion Reserves taking on AFC Rose. 
and Northumberland Park Rangers face Kadara's Town. In Division 2, we have Trent Park taking on Mill Hill Club to football. And in my game of the week, a massive game. It's a title decider, especially for North London Athletic. Whetstone Wanderers under 23s take on North London Athletic. North London Athletic only need a point. But if they lose to Whetstone Wanderers under 23s, Whetstone Wanderers under 23s have the potential to win the league. They do need a couple of goals to go their way in goal difference. So they need to rack up a decent win here. But anything is possible. And I think they're going to sneak a win here. I don't think it will be a big result. I'm going to go for a 2-1 win to Whetstone Wanderers under 23s. I feel like they'll be more hungry. They need the result more than North London Athletic. Maybe North London Athletic will be a bit more pragmatic in this game and uh, allow Whetstone Wanderers to play their game. But it should be a fantastic game if you're out and about in the area. I, I'd, I'd recommend that game this week to go to if if you're going to a game this weekend. Uh, in Division 3, Champions Continental take on Shentry Athletic. In Division 5, it's a doubleheader between Northwest Galacticos and South Tottenham United. And in Div 6, it's also a doubleheader as Highgate Albion Force take on Chef Chow and Berbers. Into the cup action now in a Barnet Sunday Football League Shield. Taufik take on Armenian Youth Association. And EC Galaxy take on Fireside. I think they're both semi-finals. In the Invitational Cup, Gal All-Stars face heavy hitters in a doubleheader. New Copper take on Atletico Cerezo in a doubleheader. In the Richard Martin Memorial Cup, AFC Edmonton take on Camden FC. Grange Park take on London Orient. Highgate Albion Thirds take on Arnest Rangers. And Grange Park take on Whetstone Wanderers Old Boys. Join us next week where we'll have the results and the fixtures from the Barnet League, as well as looking forward, um, looking back on this week's National Cup final um, to remind us as well, Highgate Albion obviously taking on Beatty's squad. So good luck to Highgate Albion from the Barnet League. Um, Yeah, that game will be taking place at the New Den at Millwall FC. So big luck to... uh, Hi, get Albion. Hello and welcome to the Hearts Advertiser Sunday Football League section of the Celt Podcast. Uh, as usual, just going to run through the results for uh, yesterday and uh, sorry for Sunday just gone, and also go through the uh, fixtures for next week, the first of May. So, starting in Premier Division, AFC London Road one, Queen's Head one, in Division one, Player Packs five. Harpen and Colt Old Boys 2. Uh, congratulations, Power Pack. Secured second place there uh, with that win. They'll be, they'll be going up next year for sure. Uh, and Stratford Arms nil, Hilltop 3. Big win for Hilltop there. Stratford Arms, um, first defeat in 31 games. Uh, so credit to both both sides, really. Stratford for the, for the run and Hilltop for, for putting it to an end such a such convincing fashion. Uh, Division 2, Mermaid 8, Harpen and Colt Old Boy Reserves 1. Wheat Amsterdam 89 1, Welling Warriors 1. In Division 4, Hanbury's 1, Royster Rangers 1. In Division 5, Rosen Crown Mosquitoes 6, Marshalls with Rovers 4. In the Challenge Cup semi-finals, well done to Bournemouth Rovers, winning 6-2 against Plough and Harrow. Uh, Bournemouth Rovers are through to the final, which is played this coming Sunday. 
Forever Young People 4, Phoenix A 0. Phoenix Reserves 2, Wheat Amstead Wanderers 5. And another KO Cup semi-final, Phoenix 2, Skewbridge 3. Congratulations to Skew on reaching the KO Cup final. Um, Stratford Arms Reserves 2, Welling Warriors Reserves 0 in the Reserve Cup. Congratulations to Stratford for, for reaching the, the um, Reserve Cup final. And then in the Golden Cups in the Senior, Auburn Dynamo 6, Wheat Sheaf 1. Uh, an away win was awarded to Six Bells against Blackberry Jacks. And a home win was awarded to Pinewood over Oceans 11. And in the Junior Cup, it's Hatfield Comets 3, Mermaid Reserves 1, London Coney 5, Moortown 2, and TNF 2, Royston Rangers 2. And then also this Sunday, we had at Harpen and Town, 10.30 kickoff was Little Heath against Hatfield Seniors in the first cup final of the season, the Intermediate Cup. Um, Little Heath going well with lots of games still to play, but the title is in their hands in Division 2. Hatfield Seniors, second place in Division 3. Uh, two fantastic sides. I'm told it was a very good game. Um, I wasn't actually there, but uh, Little Heath running out winners 3-2. So congratulations to Little Heath on um, securing the, the first silverware of the season when it comes to the Cups. So the fixtures for this Sunday, the 1st of May, starting with the Premier Division, Skewbridge against Six Bells. In Division 1, it's a double header between AFC London Road Reserves and Player Packs. We have Stratford Arms against Harpen and Cole Old Boys. In Division 2, Little Heath against Six Bells Reserves. That's a double header. Welling Warriors against Mermaid. In Division 4, it's Stratford Arms Reserves against Royston Rangers. And in Division 5, Marshallswick Rovers against Phoenix A. Um, there's the Junior Cup. Um, Hearts Vets against Hatfield Seniors and Welling Warriors Reserves against Beehive. In the Golden Senior Cup, it's Blackberry Jacks against Hilltop and Pinewood against Auburn Dynamo. In the Junior Cup, it's Hatfield Comets against TNF, Radlett Town against Hansbury's and Rosen Crown Mosquitoes against Royston Rangers Reserves. And finally, in the Challenge Cup Final, 1pm kickoff at Harpen and Town Football Club is AFC London Road, my side, against Bournemouth Rovers. Going to be a cracking day. Uh, should be a really good final. Both teams have played each other already this year, twice in the league. Bournemouth winning the first encounter 3-1. London Road winning the second encounter 3-1. Um, it should be a cracking final. It really is anyone's to win. Um, and yeah, get, down, get yourselves down to Harpen and Town at 1 o'clock. Bar will be open um, and, and come and watch a, what should be a cracking game of football. <laughs> Keep it simple. Get down to play today. The UK's leading app for next game availability. Download Down to Play from the App Store and Google Play. Welcome to the Maidstone and Mid-Kent Sunday Football League section of the Selk podcast. Back after a couple of weeks being unable to record due to COVID. So we'll start with a roundup of the past couple of match weeks before we bring you up to date with this week's action. So we head to Sunday the 3rd of April and recap the games played then. And in the Premier Division, Park Royal inflicted damage on the title hopes of Aylesford by winning 3-1 away. Orion Dismore Brace and Raymond Chadwick goal doing the damage and meant it was advantage Marden in the race for the title, with Aylesford pretty much looking out of it now. Marden sealed a 3-0 win at Whitehorse, which then put them within two points of leaders East Morling, with three games still in hand. Kane Butler with a hat-trick sealing the points. Barman Blues kept themselves in the hunt in Division 1 but still needing Aylesford reserves to slip up. A 3-1 win against Sutton Valence kept them in third, four points behind the leaders and having played a game more. 
Harry Orchard and Dan Shields, plus an own goal giving the points to Barming. No movement at the top of the Division 2 table with Minter drawing one all with Leibon and Vinters winning 3-1 away at Park Royal Reserves. Whitehorse Jags got one over Len Valley in a repeat of the previous week's fixture winning this one 3-2 away from home, meaning they kept a 7-point lead over Leibourne City in second, as City beat Maidstone Kestrels 3-0. City then having four games in hand to eat into that lead. Then we moved to Friday the 8th of April at the Gallagher Stadium, where we had the President's Cup Group A final between East Morning and Park Royal, with Royal running out 3-1 winners. Thomas Bray from Morning and Ryan Dismore getting another two for the season, but also seeing red, as well as a goal for Jason Farp for Park Royal to give them the win. Sunday the 10th of April saw more league action, but none in the Premier Division, so that table would remain unchanged. Division 1 saw Aylesford Reserves lose 2-0 to East Morning Reserves, although the title is still very much Aylesford's to lose. The result gives Barming a glimmer of hope should Aylesford slip up in their remaining two games. IGS were held to all by Sutton Valence, earning the Villagers their first point of the season. Coxie and Farley and Invicta Sunday shared six goals to earn a point each in their draw in Division 2. And in Division 3, Leibourne City were dealt a blow by Len Valley, falling to a 1-0 defeat but still with three games in hand over the leaders Whitehorse Jags. Maidstone Tempest rocked to an 8-0 home win over Walnut Wanderers. Which then brings us up to date and on to this week's action. And in the Premier Division, East Morling rounded their season out with a 4-1 home win over Aylesford. Zayed Garley, Jack Hislop and a Daniel Brown brace gives Morling the three points with Joshua Collier getting the Aylesford reply. That result leaves East Morling in the lead, but only by two points. And Marden were also winners, 3-1 at home to Park Royal. Kane Butler with a brace and Sam Carter for Marden. Jason Farp for Park Royal. Marden now with three games to go to replace Morling at the top and claim the title. In Division 1, Aylesford Reserves wrapped up the title with their 3-2 win over IGS. An Alex Bridge goal and Bradley Beckett brace giving them victory. Eddie Davis and Sam Tate on the score sheet for IGS. Snodland Town kept up the momentum to make sure that they stay in the box seat for the Division 2 title race. They were 3-0 winners at Coxheath and Farley. Ben Twist doing what he's done consistently all season and finding the back of the net. This time with another hat-trick. They have two games to go and are five points clear of Barman Youth who have a game in hand. Every game is a must-win for Barming and makes the meeting between the two on the 22nd of May a potential title decider, either on the day for Snodland or taking it to the final day for Barming. Invicta Rangers and Park Royal Reserves earned a point each in their goalless draw and Minter beat Vinters 3-2 away from home. Daniel Walters with a brace and Peter Reapmer also on the score sheet once again. In Division 3, Cross Keys versus Leibourne City was postponed, so no movement in the table for City. Kent Sands United winning 5-0 away at Walnut Wanderers to put them third and level on points with City. Callum Hatcher and Archie Hobbs-Moore both with a brace. In the Invitational Cup, Maidstone Tempest will meet Whitehorse Jaguars in the final at the Gallagher Stadium. Tempest triumphing 4-0 at home against Kings Hill Colts. Scorers were Scott Smith, Hussein Altahir, Mike Smirkin and Bradley Brooker. 
Whitehorse Jags won their semi 5-2 against Ditton Miners and Steve Taylor called up with Rob Clark after the match. I'm with Rob Clark, the manager of Whitehorse Jaggers. Rob just beat Ditton under 18s 5-2. Probably a little bit of a flattering scoreline considering you scored two late goals. I think you uh, was a bit panicky there at times. Yeah, they, they made it hard for us all around the pitch. Um, obviously, fitness, being younger. Uh, we've got some old boys that may be coming to the end. I.e. Glenn, obviously, being 40 now. So, yeah, they made it hard. Uh, just came down to being clinical in the end. So it must have been um, quite a decent start there. You, you scored two quick goals, uh, turning up after probably about five, ten minutes or so. And maybe you're thinking it was going to be a bit easier than it was. Yeah, I think we shut off after the two early goals, um, which helped them to come into the game, really. Um, and then made it harder for us to, to finish yeah, they came back uh, quite quickly, so they, they scored two goals, got it back to two all. I think it's about 20 minutes gone, and it looked like it was going to be a goal fest, but in the end, I think you snuck another one for 3-2 at half-time, and as I said, it was uh, probably a little bit of a tougher game than you thought. Yeah, I think I think the goal just before half-time helped us go into the second half and raise our game a little bit. Uh, took a bit of time into the second half to, to get to where we wanted it to be. Um, but as soon as we started playing football, we, we just made it a bit easier for us, for ourselves. Yeah, and at 3-2, we're sort of sitting on the sidelines, really, and the next goal is the one that's going to kind of decide the game. At 4-2, you could probably see yourself going on and win it, but had they scored at 3-0, it's game on. But you managed to score two sort of late-ish goals to, to take it to 5-2. And I understand that uh, you'll be beating Maystone Tempest, who have just won 4-0. So it's a, a decent final there at May the 6th at the Gala. Something you're looking forward to? Yeah, we've had some good games with Tempests this year. We've uh, we've beat them and they've beat us, so it'll be an interesting final. Okay, so t- congratulations and uh, we'll see you all at May the 6th down at uh, Mason United. Thank you very much. Cheers, Rob. Thanks. Cheers, mate. Cheers. Thanks to Steve and to Rob for that interview there. Looking ahead to Sunday the 1st of May and in the Premier Division, Aylesford face White Horse with just finishing as high as they can to play for for Aylesford. And for the Breadmen, a win would see them condemn Rubicon to finishing bottom on goal difference. Park Rule face Marden, hoping to delay the Marden celebrations by another week. Victory for Marden would hand them the title with two games to go. Barman Blues face IGS, looking to secure second place in Division 1, whilst Victory could move IGS up to 6th. In Division 2, Coxheath and Farley face Laybourne and Snodland Town looking for another three points as they take on Vinters. Both teams in the Division 3 title race have tricky matches as Leybourne City are at home to Maidstone Tempest and Whitehorse Jags face Kent Sands United. Now, as we draw to the final few weeks of the season, we see Tommy Whitnell still as the leading goalscorer for the Premier Division for Aylesford with 23 for the season, followed by Raymond Chadwick of Park Royal on 18, and East Morning's Mackenzie Gardner on 17. Sam Tate of IGS leads Division 1 with 16. Ashley Russell of Aylesford Reserves has 14. And Alfie Cox of Langley Athletic is in third on 13. We have a new leader in Division 2 with Lewis Sharp of Barming having overtaken Ben Twist of Snodland. Lewis on 36 and Ben on 35. In third is Peter Reitmer of IGS with 22. Callum Hatcher of Kent Sands leads Division 3 with 23. 
Hussein Altahir has 18 for Maidstone Tempest. And Billy Bean of White Horse Jaguars has 17. That's all we have for this week. And it's been good to be back bringing you up to date. Until the same time next week, stay safe and enjoy the football. Welcome to the Watford Sunday League podcast for games played on Sunday the 24th of April. This Sunday saw the Terry Devereux President's Cup final and St Joseph claimed what they hoped to, will be a cup double with a half-year senior cup after they defeated Old Valerians 2-0 to claim their first ever President's Cup. The proof of the club's remarkable transformation under the management of Scott Patmore this season comes from the fact that the last time this final was played back in 2019, St Joseph suffered a 3-1 defeat to Oakview. They only had two players who started in that final then, Dean Seabrook and Roy Byron, who remained in the victorious team on Sunday. Old Falarians, who have enjoyed a good season themselves, worked hard and were extremely well organised as they frustrated St Joseph's until they finally cracked with two goals in a four-minute spell midway through the second half. St Joseph's had more, off, more had more of the play in the first half with Ronnie Blagden, Dan Griggs and Jake Tabor dangerous. Griggs saw an early effort well saved by Falarian's keeper Martin Richardson and then he just failed to get onto the end of a run and a cut back from Tabor. They didn't have it all their own way though with old Falarian's looking dangerous themselves when going forward and Charles Haley was always a threat. In the second half, St Joseph's built up ahead of steam as they turned up the pressure. Griggs almost nicked the ball away from Martin Richardson as he prepared to clear the ball. But finally, after 66 minutes, they made the breakthrough when Ronnie Blagden broke in from the left and curled the ball into the opposite corner, giving Richardson no chance. Then, four minutes later, the victory was sealed when following an old Falarian's attacking free kick, a swift counter-attack saw Jake Tabor race through with a well-judged effort on the run. Teams were, for St Joseph's, Everett, D.C. Brook, C. Haley, Byron, Benning, Bamboing, Blagden, Yallop came on after the 86 minute. Peerless, Griggs, Tabor, David, Hemington after 78. Unused subs, Douglas, Figueredo and H.C. Brook. Old Falarians was Richardson, Siganori, Needham off, came on in the 84th. D. Woosley, Neil Entwistle. Pitch came on after 65. Gwinchmere, Kepler, Munro, Snyder came on after 83, Totten, Charles Haley, Grant came on after 83, and Ryan Woosley. Not used was Jones. There was also the Hertfordshire 
Junior Cup final in the afternoon on Sunday and the league were represented by Woodside who suffered heartbreak as they went down to a 5-4 defeat on penalties in the final at the county ground at Letchworth to Cambridge Sunday League side Royston United. Despite the game finishing goalless after 90 minutes, it was a very open affair, with both sides creating and missing several great chances. Woodside had the better of the opening exchanges, with Joe Fox having an effort just five minutes after just five minutes scrambled off the line. And from the resulting corner, Luke Dolan na- headed narrowly wide. Then Charlie Fisher raced into the box, firing just inches over. After 15 minutes, Royston had the first good chance themselves when Taylor Newman's long-range effort went narrowly over. Then a terrible mix-up in the Woodside defence allowed Kyan Harness to blaze the ball over the bar with the goal empty. Then Woodside had a Jamie Dunlop header hacked off the line in the second half and the frantic pace continued with both sides again failing to make the most of some excellent chances. Daniel Ball, who was superb up front for Royston all game, got into the area but couldn't keep his shot down and had another effort well saved by Simon Ross in the Woodside goal. 20 minutes into the second half, Woodside introduced Jack Robertson, and he almost had an instant impact when his run and cross from the left was fired past the post by Henry Hardman. As the game entered its final five minutes, both sides had chances to win it. Woodside's player-manager, Drew Snailham, honours a sub, fired over with the goal at his mercy. But then it was Royston who missed two glorious chances. First, Daniel Balk fired the ball back across the goal from the right, missing the far post by just centimetres. Then, five minutes into added time, there was an amazing goal-mouth scramble with the ball blocked on the line three times, including a point-blank save from Simon Ross, as Royston just failed to force the ball over the line. The match went straight to a penalty shootout, with Woodside going first, and Nathan Gullen firing over the bar. But Royston's second kick from Jack Booth was fired wide past the right-hand post. Each side then scored seven kicks, as the shootout went into sudden death, with Drew Snailham missing his kick, sending it high over the bar to give the trophy to Royston. Back in the league in the Premier Division, Champions North Watford let slip a 2-0 lead against Evergreen and although they still remain unbeaten in the league, they, North Watford took an early lead after some great work from Lamar Hubbard set up Cole Penny to put them ahead. Coram Chase then doubled the lead again after good work from Jamie Brown. Alex Goldberg and Max Andrews scored the evergreen goals in the second half to level the scores before they had a golden chance to inflict on the champions a first league defeat of the season. But they saw a penalty saved by former rifle volunteer keeper Tony Cornick in as a stand-in for regular Craig Garrett.
FC Unicorn won the battle of the bottom two teams as they defeated Everett Rovers Reed 11-3. Unicorn had the game won by half-time as they scored five unanswered goals. Everett, though, made a fight of it in the second half, netting three times. Two from Jay Puzzy and a penalty from Reese Cameron. Callum O'Connor scored five times for Unicorn alongside Brett Parkins, who notched a hat-trick, a brace from Danny Warwick and one from Jamie Calvin. In Division 1, two weeks after meeting in the Chairman's Cup final, Abbott's Langley Club and Casby Rangers met once again, this time with the teams fighting out a 1-1 draw, which leaves the Rangers top of the table two points ahead of Bushy Rangers, with one game left to play. Rangers having a game in hand. Corey Bottom put Rangers ahead in the first half, but they had to settle for a point after an own goal in the second half. WD warmed up for their Challenge Cup final appearance this coming Sunday with a 3-1 win over Bushy Eagles. Jordan Sterling, Daniel Flanagan and Hamiz Ali scoring for WD with Jermaine Bocci replying for Eagles. In Division 2, Sparta Phoenix beat West Hearts 4-1. Floyd Thompson scoring twice and a goal each for Nelson Gomez and Elliot Gregg, with Liam Andrews replying for West Hearts, who remain just a point above the drop zone, and with Dunningsbar, who suffered a 3-1 home reverse to Chelfont Saints. Dame McCann, Niall O'Shea, and Lewis Dickerson with the Saints goals, and Flynn Duncan scoring the Dunnings goal. Finally, in Division 3, the two games in the division produced 22 goals between them. Runners-up King George beat Batchworth 7-4, Will Keddy scoring twice, with Carl Davidson, Harry Donahoe, Aaron Bayers, Callum Price, Lee Sutton also scoring. John Robertson scored a brace for his side, Batchworth, along with goals from Mikkel Welsh and Owen Page. In the other match, Watford Youth Sports Old Boys beat Francis George 6-5. Louis Muncy with two and a goal each for Lewis Watling and Carl Brooks. Liam Rothsorn and Ruben Gomez, Tom Minton and Adam Wilden both scored doubles for George, with Gary Wallace netting the other. That's it for this week's podcast, and we look forward to being back with you next week. Just a final note that this coming Sunday, the 1st of May, sees the uh, league's Eric Hand Challenge Cup final, which is our major cup final of the season, between North Watford and WDFC. This to be played at Oxy Jets with a 10.30 kickoff. All are welcome to attend. Admission is £3, cash only, and you get a programme with that. So hopefully, maybe we'll see you there. This week's Selk podcast was brought to you by Down to Play, the simple app for next game availability.